Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, July 17th, 2020. I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. We're here one-on-one today as I am here solo to get us all into the weekend. As Matt heavily promoted on Wednesday's show yesterday in the feed, you should have gotten a special episode where he sat down with Dr. Slash Professor Jordan Schildkraut about his book, In the Long Run, A Cultural History of Broadway's Hit Plays. If you haven't already listened to that, be sure to do so. And as always, if you are willing and able, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio or broadwayradio.com slash patreon to back us if you haven't already to be able to get all of the news in those interviews before anyone else. Let's get into some news, which on Wednesday and Thursday was mainly a roundup of COVID-19 related scheduling and rescheduling. On Thursday, the West End premiere of Disney's Frozen announced new start dates as well as additional cast members. The production will, as of now, reopen in the newly refurbished Theatre Royal Drury Lane, with previews beginning April 2nd, 2021, followed by an official opening night on April 14th. The Weston transfer of the Disney musical was originally supposed to run at the theater, if you recall, from October 30th through November 10th, 2020, before the pandemic hit. In addition, the production has also announced new cast members, Joining Samantha Barks as Elsa and Stephanie McKeon as Princess Anna will be Craig Gallivan as Olaf, Obioma Ugola as Kristoff, Richard Frame as Lord Wesselton, Oliver Ormson as Prince Hans, and Ashley Birchall as Sven. Additional cast members include Joshua St. Clair, Lauren Chia, Cameron Burt, Hannah Fairclough, Emily Lane, and more. Tickets will be available for purchase on July 27th. You can learn more at frozenthemusical.co.uk. Sticking across the pond, we received news of two other productions this week, the first of which is the planned UK drive-in theater tour of six. As previously announced at the end of last month, how time goes by so quickly, the hit musical was scheduled to play at 12 drive-in concert venues in the UK as part of Live Nation Entertainment's Live from the Drive-In Summer Season. Now, due to lockdown updates in the region, the tour has officially been cancelled. In a statement, producers Kenny Wax, Wendy and Andy Barnes and George Stiles wrote, quote, The latest developments regarding localized lockdowns means it has become impossible for us to continue with the series with any confidence. We know that ultimately there is nothing more important than the safety and well-being of our company in the Sixth Queendom. We look forward to better times. But to wrap up with better news over in the UK, we also received the word on Wednesday that Regent's Park Open Air Theatre will, will mount a special concert staging of Tim Rice and Andrew Lloyd Webber's Jesus Christ Superstar, directed by Timothy Shader and choreographed by Drew McConey. This is following the news that outdoor performances in the UK can resume with a limited and socially distanced audience under continuing COVID-19 guidelines. Regent's Park Open Air Theatre will as of now be the first London theatre to welcome back audiences with a six-week run beginning on August 14th. In addition to new safety protocols, which will include distance performers, enhanced cleaning, one-way entrances and exits, mandatory face coverings, temperature checks, paperless and cashless systems, and multiple hand sanitizer stations, the venue has been reduced to 390 seats, which is 30% of its usual capacity. 
The venue has also announced that all productions originally scheduled for 2020 have been postponed to summer 2021. That schedule includes the new musical 101 Dalmatians from May 15th to June 20th, Romeo and Juliet on June 26th through July 24th, and Carousel on July 30th through September 18th. Heading back home to New York on Wednesday, Playwrights Horizons unveiled its plan for its upcoming 50th anniversary season with four productions that will take place when it is safe for audiences to reconvene in person, as well as additional programming and projects. Kicking off the 2020-21 season will be the world premiere of Dave Harris's Tambo and Bones, directed by Taylor Reynolds and presented with Center Theater Group. Following that will be Sylvia Corey's Selling Kabul, directed by Tyne Raffaelli and produced in association with Williamstown Theater Festival. You might recall that the show was originally scheduled for spring 2020 at the theater company. Additionally, the Movement Theatre Company's acclaimed production of Alicia Harris's What to Send Up When It Goes Down will be moved from summer 2020 as planned to the new season. And the fourth 2021 production will be the world premiere of Sanaz Tusi's Wish You Were Here, also presented with Williamstown Theatre Festival and directed by J.T. Upchurch. In addition to the four newly announced shows, playwrights previously scheduled 2020 production of A Boy's Company Presents Tell Me If You Tell Me If I'm Hurting You by Jeremy O'Harris will now be presented in the 2021-2022 season. As of now, since we don't know when in-person theater will continue, dates for all productions will be announced at a later date. In the meanwhile, and simultaneously, Playwrights has also announced that they will launch Season 2 of Soundstage, its podcast theater series, and has commissioned Ebony Booth, Agnes Barinsky, Francis Cowig, The Debate Society, Sarah Gancher, David Greenspan, Miranda Rose Hall, Dave Harris, Julia Izumi, Kit Yan, and Melissa Yee to write scripts. Additional plans include the Lighthouse series, a new performance series that will repurpose the time between productions to support artists across disciplines, and will include collaborations with Raha Feather Kelly's company, The Feather Theory, Ivan Adabiri's play podcast, The Parsnip Ship, and a reading lecture series curated by Brandon Jacob Jenkins. And lastly, the theater company has conceived Almanac, a new digital magazine that will feature commissioned works by artists across all disciplines, including staff members, and will be run by playwrights dramaturg Ashley Chang as editor-in-chief. The publication will include essays, drawings, interviews, manifestos, short plays, and more, and will be released in fall of this year. Very excited to see that. Last up in this section, the planned Los Angeles production of Hamilton has announced its rescheduling plans. The musical was originally supposed to begin performances on March 12th of this year, the day that Broadway went dark in response to the pandemic. As of now, the mounting of the Tony and Pulitzer Prize-winning musical will begin performances at the Hollywood Pantages on April 6th, 2021. Due to other commitments at the venue, the blockbuster musical will then go on a summer hiatus with no performances between June 28th and October 11th, and then looks like it will pick up performances to run through January 2nd, 2022. Current ticket holders will receive information about refunds and priority access to the newly announced dates. 
and tickets to those rescheduled performances will go on sale to the public on July 28th. Let's quickly run through several streaming news items. First up on Thursday, Black Theater United announced it will present a virtual town hall moderated by the great Viola Davis entitled Our Voices, Our Votes, Our Time. Davis will be joined by Georgia politician, activist, and founder of Fair Fight and Fair Count, Stacey Abrams, as well as Dr. Janine Abrams-McLean, vice president of Fair Count. BTU was created last month as part of the conversations of racial inequity within the theater industry. The virtual event will be held on July 24th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, and you can register for free at www.blacktheaterunited.com. Also in the news, BBC and ITV's BritBox streaming subscription service has also announced that it will expand its programming to support the British performing arts. On July 23rd, the service will add a wide selection of titles, including concerts, documentaries, and full productions, including 25 Royal Shakespeare Company productions, such as the 2013 production of Richard II, starring David Tennant, and the 2018 production of Macbeth, starring Christopher Eccleston. All very exciting if you're a Doctor Who fan for both of those. Also amongst the programming will be the Donmar Warehouse's all-female productions of The Tempest, Julius Caesar, and Henry IV, as well as several royal ballet and royal opera productions. On Wednesday, Broadway Cares slash Equity Fights AIDS also announced it will be taking its annual striptease fundraiser, Broadway Bears, online for the first time with Broadway Bears Zoom In. Though the stream is free, donations are, of course, welcome. The fundraiser will be held on August 1st, beginning at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Playbill and at broadwaycares.org. Love to see all of that. (laughs) And finally, uh, buy some tissues now, because yesterday Disney Plus announced it will be streaming Howard, a new documentary about the life of the late, great Howard Ashman, starting on Friday, August 7th. The film explores Ashman's work, ranging from Little Shop of Horrors to Disney's Beauty and the Beast and the Little Mermaid, and includes archival footage and interviews from Alan Menken, Jody Benson, Paige O'Hara, Ashman's partner Bill Lotch, and many others. The platform released a minute-long trailer for it yesterday as well. Unsurprisingly, I cried through that. We'll certainly cry through the whole documentary. So make sure to re-up those Disney Plus subscriptions if you need to ahead of the August 7th date. All right, and finally for today's show, I have one recommendation (laughs) that I didn't, I actually didn't initially see, but Mr. Matt Tamanini sent to me. It's over at Gothamist by Amy Pearl, and it's about the Delacorte Theater, and more importantly and specifically about the raccoons of the Delacorte Theater. It talks with public stage manager Buzz Cohen, who is apparently known as the raccoon whisperer because, you know, she's particularly adept not just at running the shows at Central Park, but also at managing the raccoons that live behind the tech shed. I didn't even know this was a thing. Uh, Cohen runs through a history of productions at the Delacorte and the raccoons in relation to them, including 2015's Cymbeline, which featured, if you saw, a very expensive dummy 
uh, that they had made for the show, and the raccoons apparently ate its hands off, and they regularly steal food from the cast and crew. <laughs> it's just a really strange and fun read. When theater comes back, I, I think I'm now advocating for the raccoons of the Delacorte to receive a Lifetime Achievement Tony, but that may just be me. I'm also realizing uh, in doing this section, I keep pronouncing raccoons very strangely. I keep pronouncing it like they do in Oh Hello, and that could be because I've watched it 7,000 times. So, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> but you can find a link to that and all the stories I talked about today, as per usual, in the show notes. All right, that is all we have for you on this Friday and for the week, so thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at no, this is Ashley. Be sure to head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon to back us if you are willing and able. And tune in this weekend to catch This Week on Broadway with Mr.'s Marino, Felicia, and Portantier. In the meanwhile, stay safe, wash your hands, wear your mask, and Matt and I will be back to talk with you on Monday. Mm-hmm.